Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Today, it's been a while, it's been a while, but today I have with me a guest that you might like. I know I'm going to like, I'm going to enjoy this conversation. Uh, this is today we have with us Eddie Smith. Eddie Smith is the curator and mastermind behind some pretty amazing Instagram accounts. Awoken Truth, Awoken Shit, and Thoughts of the Awoken all belong to Eddie and his amazing mind and what he sees and what he taps into and his ideas. He runs the business side of things. He runs the mental side of things. And he dog sits from time to time. Eddie, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on here, Adam. Uh, it's funny, Instagram's become this uh, vehicle for people all around the world to connect, and uh, you can find people just as weird as you are. You know, back yeah. I'm 30, uh, back when I was growing up, all of this was like the stuff you see in movies, and now it's every day. Everybody day. reaches out. Everybody reaches out to everybody, and you can connect with everyone. You know, there's so many people out there that. The thing is, when you when you are in this world, for sure, you do see that you know there are some 100% bystanders, people that are just you know just enjoying it, you know, saying that'll never happen to me, going about their business, liking our photos, but not ever taking part in in the life that we live. You know, it takes 10 seconds to reach out to somebody and say, hey, you know, do you want to shoot the shit? Do you want to get on? Do you want to do this? Do you want to connect? Do you want to chat? And so many people, you know, won't do it. They're like, oh, you know, this guy's got, you know, 100,000 followers. He's not going to listen to me, you know. <laughs> but honestly, it's so easy to reach out to somebody. If they say yes, rock and roll. If they don't, hit them up again or move on. Connect, chat, move, be, create. Just create, you know. Totally. And, and it's kind of cool because, all right, they said that when the internet came, it was going to connect us, right, and bring us closer. It's going to make the world a smaller place. And... Um, they said the same thing with like cell phones, right? They're like, oh yeah, cell phones, like they're going to change the world and like, we're going to become more productive. Well, with the internet and, the, and cell phones, what they did was it made us more divided and further away. And it did that by isolating us in mm -hmm. front of these screens, whether the screens were in our hands with our cell phones or smartphones or the screens were our computers. And then they started sending you home with work and then so on and so on and so on, right? And life became more complicated and distanced. And so to see uh, people like Adam, like reach out and Adam and I don't know each other from peas, you know, like literally this is our first conversation. <laughs> it took us an hour to figure it out, but we actually got on the call and yeah, this is, yeah. This is us chatting for the first time, uh, 10 minutes we've known each other. And we might not agree on everything, but just in the, in the brief conversation that we've had, you know, there's a lot of alignment. And so um, it, it's cool to see the internet finally start to do its job and, and connect people versus uh, ostracize them. Because it's yeah. done a really good job with ostracizing them. Well, when you, when you talk about ostracizing, I mean, I, on my personal account, um, I've taken comments off. So you can't comment on my stuff. 
And people are like, well, that, you know, that's going to damage your followers and this, that, and the other thing. And honestly, it, I, it has, but I much prefer this because so many people want to post and, and there are so many people out there that want to spew their negativity and shit all over your positivity, you know? And I find that this is one of those things where everybody is speaking their version of their truth. So if you put something wicked positive, I mean, the, the one thing uh, I've been following you for a while, I really do very much enjoy your awoken shit uh, profile. It's one of the greatest ones that I've found. Um, the, the, the post that caught my attention that said, you know what, fuck, just reach out was you put up once you see how it's all made up, it's hard to go back to the game. And that really struck me because again, with, with me locking out the, the, the ability to comment this it made my profile simply something to observe. Do you like it? Do you have an opinion? That's great. If you really want to reach out to me, you can. If you really want to reach out to our team, you can. And if you want to make that interaction meaningful and powerful, then we will engage you. But if you want to run your mouth on our profile, it doesn't do anyone any benefit at all, period. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, I, I and I really appreciate uh, those kind of words because really awoken shit is the, the creation of me uh, yearning for that connection on a deeper level. Um, yeah, you know, I own a marketing agency. I do some like coaching and consulting and I run a mastermind, but like deep down, I had always been like running away from my spirituality historically. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not that old. Uh, maybe I'm old to some people. Maybe I'm not, but I think well, it's all relative, right? You're as old, you're older now than you've ever been in your entire life. And you're, and you're the youngest you'll ever be again. I like that. I like that. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, I've, I've over the last five years really have like, been like, okay, like I know the spirituality thing is something that like I'm ignoring, but like, this is a, a big part of me, even though I'm not like letting it be a big part of me. You know, like I remember reading drawn to horoscopes ever since I was like five years old, reading the Sunday paper for my horoscope. Like I had to know it, you know, my teachers used to cut it out because I'd ask them, but, uh, when I created this account about it'll be a year in May, I think May or June, I was really just looking for a way to like express like my beliefs. Cause Facebook for sure. Like everybody in my Facebook network, they're all like super hardcore marketers or like people I know that I've grown up with. And they're like thinking that like one of my ex-girlfriends commented like when I first started the account, it was hilarious. I haven't talked to this woman in like, years i can't even i can't even remember how many years i haven't talked to her and um she commented that i was i was gonna go to hell <laughs> i needed to, uh it was going against like our christian upbringing i need to get with jesus and ask for forgiveness <laughs> and repent because uh i was spreading this like new age garbage and uh <laughs> i, I laughed yeah i didn't delete it i didn't respond back um Honestly, I, I just looked at it as, you know what, like if you're going to express yourself, like you, you need to express yourself uh, unfiltered and um, unapologetic. Unapolo- and so okay. what I post on my account is truly like the stuff that I resonate. Like I, everyone asks me if I'll do promos all the time. And I'm like, no, like I don't do promos. You know, I'll refer them to somebody that does do promos, mm-hmm. but I want my account to be things that I actually believe in yeah. or that I'm genuinely curious about or that uh, intellectual, intellectually and like spiritually, it makes 
it's thought provoking for me. Yeah, for sure. And the interesting thing too, about having a bigger account, I think once you're above 30 or 40,000 or whatever, you, you direct traffic on Instagram. So if you, if you commented on one of my posts, for example, people would pay attention because the, the algorithm, Facebook algorithm or Instagram algorithm sends people, they, they give me more attention. And it's, it's an interesting thing because like you said, you don't do the advertising. You have to, you know, you have to be aware of, of, you know, what it is you're putting out there. Like if you are just going to advertise for everything, then, then you're just another show. Right. And that's just the thing. And I, I laugh at your comment about, you know, the Christian upbringing, you going to hell because you do have a lot of eye of raw. You do have a lot of new age shit. And I remember during my, my awakening, um, not to get too hippy dippy on all my friends that are listening. Uh, but the, the awakening was, was interesting because I grew through the idea of, from atheism, I grew through the idea of religion actively went for a full year to a Christian church. Um, immediately prior to that, immediately denounced Catholicism as basically Satanism. Um, but the new age stuff, everybody that was in the Christian faith, the new age stuff was, was bad juju. It was bad news. And I laugh because as a non-religious individual, they tell you that, you know, the religious people are open armed. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, they're not. <laughs> they, uh, it's, it's a, it's a shutdown. It's a shutdown that you, you know, you can be, you can be as open as you want, as long as it's 100% Christian. And well, yeah, uh, it's those deep rooted beliefs, right? Like if you start challenging someone's deep rooted beliefs, no matter how much data, I love data. I love data. That's probably the reason why I love Instagram. So mm -hmm. much data. But no matter how much data you have to prove that wrong, cognitive dissonance will step in. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So as I grew through all that myself, I, you know, I, I, I took privy. Like I, I took, I took pride in, in, in the growth, you know, the, one of the, one of the quotes that I picked up along the way, which I absolutely adore is um, the death of education is knowledge. And sort of what that meant to me was you can't learn something if you already know everything and giving up the idea that anything that I know, anything that I hold as a core true value of myself without question, I've, Again, without question, I've never questioned these things. So when you start questioning your true core values, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know? And then the, the interesting things come up, like the flat earth comes up. Because if you can get away from, you know, if you can get away from your core or, or anything that shows, anything that shows like 9-11, like for example, was one that sort of like woke a ton of people up to the possibility that these guys are lying to us. And these guys, you know, when you do that rabbit hole, if I were to jump forward, like, five years of research. The rabbit hole is, hey, wait a minute, these guys are lying. Who are these guys? Where do I fit in? What part of this do I have? Why do I believe that these guys exist? Where do I come from? Why do I think what I think? Who am I? Right? And then once you get there, it's like kapow. Because God may exist, you know, but in, in religion, why do they all have different gods, but they all share the same devil? You know, there are so many underlying questions that connect everything that go into a a conspiracy theory, b a quote unquote reality theory, and c cognitive dissonance. Yeah, and it I think it believes believes I think that it it becomes an, an issue of where you fall on the on the belief spectrum. Um, you know, can you change your beliefs? Ah, uh, see, in order to change the beliefs, you have to change 
the story and the ideology, right? And so to change someone's story and ideology that they've been telling themselves for years and years, and uh, in a lot of ways, you know, information is passed down through DNA. So if it's something that's like super deep rooted into your bloodline, you're going to be uh, innately invested in that at, at, at like a core soul level you know like the, the information that you're actually like being handed down and programmed with you think about like a computer how complex it is for them to run uh mac ios or windows or or linux or whatever it is you know or, or facebook like those are complex softwares and, and we're even more complex than the most complex computers Mm -hmm. So can people change their beliefs? I, I do believe it's possible, but you've got to completely rewire the way that you think and behave and have uh, a total deconstruct a hundred percent. Yeah. You'd have to completely unlearn everything. And that's honestly though, ladies and gentlemen, listening to this podcast, unlearning everything is the most fun you'll ever have as a grown adult. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, last year I went through this hardcore and it's, <laughs> you're, you're, uh, listeners are going to think I'm such a weirdo, but like at one point last year, I was like completely deconstructing everything yeah. that I held as truth. And like, you would be amazed at the things that you ask yourself. Oh yeah. Start deconstructing and, uh, things like, all right, I had quit wearing clothes completely for a, a period of time. No clothes, no clothes at home. That must've been awkward shopping, but, but no clothes at home. I was like, okay. Uh, meditating like an hour a day. Mm -hmm. I was doing this practice called dream planting, which is like lucid dreaming, um, like to rewire your subconscious. And I was, I was really like diving deep, you know, and, and doing the, the inner work. And it came to me like, I just finished reading the book Mastery by Robert Greene. And at the end, they're talking about uh, doing a study on like the native people in Southern, Central and Southern America and how they were so in tune with their environment. Like they could lay on the, 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 the floor of the boat and tell the currents and know if it's gonna, you know, storm or not. And like, they were just so in, inherently in the moment of, of their, their being, like of their entire being. You know, they didn't have words for the future in the past tense, just the now. And everything that happened when they slept, you know, was like another reality. And like, they were just so in tune. They're, they were so locked in. And I got to thinking, I'm like, what, what purpose do clothes play in our lives? One day somebody decided that we needed to wear clothing, but for what? In, your, in the comforts of your own home, I have central air and central heat. And uh, I have walls and barriers and I have privacy, right? What, what was it doing for me in my own home? besides acting as like a barrier between me and like being, you know what I mean? There's, I do. There's a, there's a meme that I adore. Like it says, if you believe shoes are a conspiracy theory, you've really gone down the rabbit hole. And I've come across that because shoes prevent grounding. And yeah, ground exactly. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Like most literally are like blocking your energetic being from being with everything else. Yeah. And there's no other, it's not protecting me. It's not keeping me safe. It's not providing any essential life thing. You know, so I don't wear underwear anymore at all. I quit wearing underwear because uh, in your, like, in your, like, sexual organs, you have a lot of crea creation energy. 
and uh, blocking that and, and keeping that in, like that's not doing you any, any justice. So <laughs> I have war underwear. Uh, I have, I don't, I used to live by myself. I don't live by myself anymore. So I can't be naked all the time or else I'd probably still walk around naked. I mean, you, you could be, if you let whoever you're living with know that this is about to go down. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just like, I'm not going to like walk around naked like my daughter, like my kids. No. Well, okay. So on that note, that's, that's a barrier that you hold to. And I'm not saying walk around naked in front of your kids, but I am I saying like pow, pow, New Guinea. The world that, that, that has to be a necessary barrier. Like I'm a grown ass man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm never going to push on them what was pushed on me. And mm-hmm. so even like during Christmas time, you know, I grew up Christian and like, I have nothing bad to say about like Christianity at all. Shit. I'm wearing a, a, a St. Christopher medal that my grandma gave me. She tells me to always wear it. Keep me protected. I do. You know, I wear it. Which is uh, awkward because they say bow to no false idols, which that would then yeah. be a false idol, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it goes even further than that. Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Three off, eh? I'm pretty well versed on a lot of topics, my friend. No, it's so funny though. I, I know they <laughs> go nuts when you say that to them. Like you would think that like you're Satan himself. Oh yeah, but I'm like, wait a minute, ladies and gentlemen, this is in your book. You know, you brought this on yourself. Yeah, I'm just yeah. throwing it back at you. Like, catch. Let's play a game. No, don't want to play that. All right, fine. I'm the devil. I get it. Yeah, it's terrible. But during Christmas time, we were like at Target or something, and one of the kids were asking me about like. <laughs> I forget what the fuck it was but the lady and her husband behind me they looked at me like I had five heads because I was like well I was like it's kind of complicated I was like Christians believe that Jesus born Christmas blah 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 but I was like this is also this day and that day and it's also this and that and that and this and this and that and they were like oh wow they're like well then why did they say that and I was like I don't honestly know I was like but there's a lot I was like you want to look it up more and we go home I'll like show you on YouTube so I can show this a million YouTube videos that'll like show you all these different things that are December 25th. And the people behind me, they looked at me like I had five heads. I was telling this kid this, you know, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm never going to push things or uh, agendas that I don't, I don't see a necessary need for, but I'm definitely not going to like cross boundaries that they're being caught also. If that makes sense. And the, the interesting thing too is, you know, when you're, when you're just getting started in this waking up process, you want to share with the world everything, but then you realize that it's not for them. It's for you to talk about. And if they have interest for sure, because we gain more about discussing it than forcing somebody to believe what we believe. We just throw out the other option. Like this is another logical possibility, right? Oh yeah, uh, totally. And they say that like the collectives of uh, like vibration or like the collectives frequency raises the more people that become awoken. And it's because like more people like you and I are having a conversation where like you have an audience, I have an audience. Yeah. Um, and whether or not they agree or disagree with our views, uh, I actually was talking about this a lot last year. The simple fact of like opening yourself up to the conversation, whether you're staunchly against it or not, creates growth. Because before you might not have even thought about it. You might not have even pondered it or debated it you would have just held it as truth and been operating on autopilot and just taking back that awareness and that consciousness and like being able to be in that moment and feel yourself contemplating it uh people don't realize how much of their life they spend uh not you know fully aware i don't know yeah and the funny thing is you know the more you and i wake up the more we realize how much more waking up we must do it's like 
it's it's incredible you're like I, you know i'm i'm now at this stage where you're like holy fuck, now i have oh my god because now you see more now you're just like wow 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 and there's an author out there that if you haven't picked up on yet you probably have his name is jed mckenna this guy writes in such a way that you can easily ingest his books i just burned through his books he doesn't have many he was like to the point with all of his books he's like i don't need to write anymore um phenomenal stuff in there about waking up and about living in a world and about you know not being like living in the world but not being part of the world and i honestly feel that you know i i observe this now which kind of brings us to the next topic um which i i really want to talk about and i really want the opinion of people and i and and you know this is everywhere and it's frustrating and infuriating watching this and and then when you get infuriated you're like wait a minute i'm not supposed to be a part of this like this is just a thing like i'm just observing something that's happening uh coronavirus my friend what's your take on the coronavirus what what do you think is going on here i mean (laughs) i don't know like obviously all right so i have a ton of theories and feel free feel free to go nuts so like initially my my knee-jerk reaction was was this um i'm type person that like i wish that i could forget things and like I'll like forget things that are really important and remember things that like aren't important. Yeah. I, it's like this like superpower that I have. And uh, honestly, like it's super annoying, but the random useless bullshit that I remember that I should forget. It reminds me that like, there's been all these other things, SARS, uh, Zika, Ebola, Zika, you know, and I get that. Like, I guess coronavirus is worse than all those. But the thing is, is that they made the, the, the just as big a scare. And so far, those have, like, killed more people, right? The other thing is, is, like, the researcher in me. And I, I believe that my dad, I actually wrote a book about this. My dad always taught me that you believe half what you read, none of what you hear, and you do your own research, right? And then you, you create your own story because history is, is literally his story. It's whoever's story is creating the narrative. It's controlling the narrative. And so for me, I want to get as much data as I can. So on the outside looking in, coronavirus like doesn't look that scary. Yeah, it's like killing people over 50 and all that stuff. And it's mutating fast and like spreading fast. But like it's almost the same as like the flu or the cold from the research I've done, the knowledge I have. By no means am I any medical expert. But then you look on like the bigger scale of it and it's like kind of alarming because you start thinking about like, well, how did this come to existence? Uh, How is it affecting the world? And I always say, that whenever there's times of disasters, you always look at the money. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason that you always look at the money is because you see, like, what's being manipulated. Uh, money is, like, a really large energy in, like, this, this like, world that we live in, in this, in this reality, whatever existence. Like, if you think about it, money is a very powerful energy. And the, the top players, like, that's the energy that they're concerned about is, like, money. Sure, you get, like, the really the people I really believe in like reptilians and shit and they're like oh they just want our souls or our blood or whatever you know but like no matter what if you believe in like all that reptilian shit or alien shit or or new world order shit they all still care a lot about money you know I I almost disagree with that um, because we care about money but they gave us the money to care about on that, on that premise. And in that, in that vein, like you were saying, I don't, I, you know, do you believe in this? Do you believe in that? I I, I subscribe to that. Like you're saying they They invented it. 
to control yeah. us. Yeah. And that's why you see the taxes and all that sort of stuff. Everyone's getting taxed to death, right? It's not about them having the money. It's about us not having it so that we keep working for it. Like, and then there's the, the, you know, when they take away history sort of thing, when they give us history, like black slavery, for example, when they say, you know, all the blacks were slaves and this is what slavery was, people will be like, oh, this is a shame. You know, this is a shame that this took place. I can't believe this took place without looking at themselves going, we're currently slaves. Like they didn't quote unquote abolish slavery. They perfected it. Every single person is a slave to the dollar right now. Oh yeah, for sure. You're every time someone's born, they're born into debt. And yeah. Every dollar that's printed is printed into debt. Um, I told you, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes he dog sits. Yeah. I don't know what these dogs are. Hey. We, we couldn't get on the show earlier. He was busy. Oh. He's, he's helping his grandmother. So, I mean, to me, sounds like he's an all-around good guy right about now. <laughs> uh, I, I completely subscribe to what you're saying, though, about like them creating the money. Well, where I'm going with that is that like the money... Well, if you watch the money, you'll see like where like things don't quite add up the way that they're saying they should add up. Agreed. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it, it's interesting because I mean I don't know if you follow like you know what if you obviously you're talking about money. I mean the stock markets have been wiped pretty much in the past couple of days. Um, and look you know, what industries have have been wiped like crude oil. You know, mm-hmm. completely plummeted. Well, there's a changing of the guard taking place right now. Uh, whatever this is, 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 it's a joke. It's a ruse. But the weird thing, and, and because like you said, I, you know, I hold on to a lot of memories. I hold on to a lot of things. And the weird thing is when I notice this stuff, when we talk about Corona, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to talk about what the media talks about. I don't give a shit about the pandemic. I don't give a shit about it. Hopping. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense that, that you can get on a plane and, and, you can, and you can transmit this disease. An airplane is, is, a, is, is a flying disinfectant. It, it, it circulates, it's HEPA filtered, it's the whole nine. So you get on an airplane, whatever you've got, it, it doesn't go with you. It, doesn't, it's, it's, it gets sucked out of the air. It's not landing with you. Now, there's so many other things, like the things that people don't think about. You turn on the news, it's everywhere. Coronavirus is everywhere. But nobody that I know even knows somebody who has come into contact with coronavirus. And yet it's everywhere. They're shutting down stadiums. They're shutting down. All sports are shut down now. I don't know if you caught this. The, NF, the NBA, the NHL, they've shut it all down. They shut it all down. It's done for the well, season. That's the thing, right? That's the thing. And it's not, it's like actually de-escalating worldwide. And it doesn't make sense because it's supposed to be bread and circuses that keep the people entertained. So the main goal I can see, if you take bread and circuses from the people, no offense to the people that love your bread and circuses. I love you too. Mind you, there's a high likelihood you're not listening to this show. So it's all good. The, the whole purpose behind this is now we create more fear. And we're, we're intentionally driving a fear. A fear over what the coronavirus is listed as a common cold. Now, there's another theory. They take away the liberties when they, take away, when they increase the fear. Because just like with the guns, yeah. if you're pro-gun or not, with the guns... If nobody we, has guns, there there is nobody that can like, and whatever call me crazy conspiracy, there is like if the only military has like say assault rifles, and I don't own assault rifles by any means, and I'm not endorsing the the ownership of assault rifles, but the theory, the the theory, you know, like all right, if we're not allowed to arm ourselves that way, if the military wants to come in and they have assault rifles, we're at a disadvantage. And that was the whole like premise of like the country was to like not 
have a situation where we can go into martial law. And a lot of people like voluntarily like walking into quarantine without showing any signs or symptoms. Uh, the, the way that like this drill feels so much like a like, all right, like let's see how subordinate everybody is. Yeah. This, how much we can take away from everybody before they start to like get upset. Okay. So I'm not the only one. And, and I said, ladies and gentlemen, I said, before we got on the show, I said, I, I don't know your stance on Corona. I don't know what it is. We might get into a row over this, but we're not, you and I are on the same thing. Like, what can we take away? Like to me, it's, that's exactly what they're doing. And they took away sports. They took away air travel. I guarantee you, I, I don't guarantee you, but I would not be surprised. I would not be shocked at all. If today's Thursday, it's, it's Thursday at 3.48 Eastern time right now that I'm saying this. I would not be surprised if Friday, the, the United States of America was under 100% quarantine. In other words, stay in your home. They're going to push that button to see if people stay in their home. And then they're going to go patrolling the areas. Cops are going to go patrolling the areas to see if you stayed in your home. That's some weird shit right there. That is weird, man. Weird. I don't know if it's going to happen. I just assume it's going to happen because that's kind of the, 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 the angle and the arc that they're on. I said the same thing. Um, shit. I said that I was even going, I even launched a, a special in my mastermind based on the fact that I think people are, are going to be like, quote unquote, quarantined. Full state of emergency quarantine in the States it's, just to see what happens. Scary. To me, some people might say, oh, it feels like I feel so safe. No, that's scary because that shows that at any time they can lock us in our own homes. Yeah. You think you're free? Oh, that's fun. But that also falls in line with, I don't know if you remember back in the day, there's a, there's a conspiracy-ish or a rumor or something. I don't know what it is, whatever you want to call it. But it was, do you remember the Walmarts in the South? How like a bunch of them just like shut down? They, 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 were, they were functioning Walmarts and then they were empty. Okay. And it was plumbing, right? They're like, oh, we have plumbing issues in all of these stores. Well, here's the thing. All right. So there's the FEMA concentration camp Walmart theory. Because Walmart's business plan is, their business model, is to have a Walmart within 20 miles of each Walmart in every direction you look. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good business model. And but, they're also on the train lines. Most of them run, like you'll find, if you see a Walmart, they are not far from the train tracks. Yeah, exactly. And so what they were saying is that it's partially like Jade Helm 15 conspiracy theory, which is like an operation, uh, military operation that was to train uh, troops in case there was like a insurgency or like a civil uprising, like how quickly they could like buckle down the area. And it was like in the Southwest and along the uh, Route 66 train line. And uh, basically that they were gonna use the Walmarts as concentration camps. Mm. And the interesting thing about that, so that theory as it goes is people poo-poo people it. They're like, You're, it's just stupid. It's just plumbing. It is just, it's what they say it is just plumbing. What people don't know, and you can research this, by all means, you can research this. Those Walmarts, every one of them that got shut down for quote unquote plumbing, I think it was five, are holding the children from when, uh, from when they, they separated them, when they quote unquote separated them at the border, the, the parents and kids. Yeah, exactly. All, that caravan, that quote unquote caravan thing or whatever the hell that was all about. Um, I don't know what the, the true story is. I never really dug too much into it. All of a sudden, like there was just a horde of a caravan. It was all crisis actors in my opinion, but yeah, for whatever uh, reason, one. those people are, they're all in, they're all in the Walmarts and that can be looked up. You can see videos of them and being patrolled. Those people are all in Walmart. 
Yeah. And that's weird. And that's weird. So if this thing does go... Or is it like right in front of our faces and cognitive dissonance makes it weird. And it makes us want to think it's weird because it's actually normal. And this is like the world we live in. This is the country we live in. I mean... A hundred percent. I'm saying, I'm saying it's weird. I think not so much for my audience, but, but it's weird that, you know, for years and years and years, if you go against what they say, you're a tinfoil hat wearing crazy lunatic. But if you, if you see the signs and if you see it all, like these things are starting to make sense. How much, how much of a barrage are we supposed to put up with? How much can we take? People aren't, people aren't putting the dots together. Do you remember in January when it was world war three? Trump had started World War Three, right? And then that just got dis- dismissed. Everybody's been living in fear from one thing to the next. You can't turn on the news without this fear mongering going on. And it's like, it's nuts. And this Corona, like I said, this Corona is, you know, if you've seen, you've seen the clips from, from China, they're like violently attacking the Chinese. And people forgot too that the Chinese were raising up against their government prior to this release in the Wuhan. Well, in... in- where the Wuhan is, there's a biotechnotics uh, lab there. Mm-hmm. And it was also in the, uh, the book. Dean Koontz wrote about this. Yeah. Uh, I, fucking, what's the name of that book? Uh, I don't remember either off the top of my head. But guys, you can look it up. You can just punch in Dean Koontz Wuhan and you'll see it. Yeah, hold on. I, I got you guys real quick. Because... <laughs> It's it's all about what you know. It's all about what you know. Uh, the eyes of darkness, and this is what he actually re- what he wrote. In around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes, and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the virus itself is the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived, attacking again ten years later, and then disappear completely. So we're going to see this again in 2030. Right. Like then you get into the whole like nanotechnics uh, uh, and nanotech and like, uh, like even like ETs, right? Like I'm going super conspiracy down the rabbit hole, but my mind like expanses, you know, and like, I'm not saying that I 100% believe in any of this, but I believe in possibility, right? If this is a topic. If you, if you can't have an open discussion about this stuff, then how are we supposed to learn? So no, man, don't ever, just, just go for it. Let's fly. And yeah, honestly, like, I have a very strong feeling that this will not be the last time you're on the show. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, you get into like, like na- nanotechnology, right? And so what if coronavirus isn't even an illness? It's because it's, nanotechnology, the people that don't know this are listening to this. Nanotechnology has like gotten so small that they can fit it inside of your veins. Like mm-hmm. you, this is smaller than what you can, you can visualize when you look at it at scale next to like a grain of rice. Yes, okay. Nice. You know, a grain of rice is really small as it is. And this is, this is the grain of rice that scale is, is so it's much like a larger. Car. <laughs> yeah. If not larger, yeah. look it up, Google it. If you have a chance look on your phone, Google it. Nanotechnology size. Right. And so like, it's this nanotechnology and they're just trying to like test it out and see like how many people it can affect. Um, and then you, you get into like war of the worlds, right? Like, are we being poisoned by like alien organisms? Cause we've had uh, some meteor strikes and some other, uh, what would you call them? Like solar events happen. 
Well, for that to for that to be a thing, you'd have to believe in space. Well, yeah, exactly, right? Right. So there are there are a growing number of people that don't believe in space. Um, as to, honestly, NASA's a bunch of shit. Like you, did, NASA was started by a Nazis. The Nazis. Well, yeah, and uh, fucking what was his name? He was in an occult. He tried to raise a golem. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. On his gravestone, it says it was. It's the quote. Oh man, now I have to dig that up. I've got to look that up. Uh, but like NASA, like that, that in itself, in and of itself, is some weird shit. Yep. Uh, uh, I wasn't saying Dwight D. Eisenhower. No. No, Manning, Manly, Manly. Not not P. Manly, is it? Um. Fuck. But yeah, in the fact that like I don't know. I go, I go deep down the Warner, hole. Warner Von Braun. I go down deep the, down the rabbit hole, and uh, this is the type of shit that like comes out, right? But uh, the, the fact of the matter is, is that nothing on surface level is is as it truly is, and even the crazy, crazy stuff like you would never think that NASA was started by people like that. Well, NASA is a joke. The thing about NASA is it's a beautiful microcosm because people can work for NASA and work on like a piece of this or a piece of that and nobody's really communicating with each other, which is kind of what's going on inside the entire world. And who we're talking about is Werner von Braun. Uh, and on his, on his tombstone, the only thing written on his tombstone is, is uh, Psalms 19.1, which is, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. And that is the guy who started NASA. So the whole idea of rockets and going into space, I mean, people don't even understand where do I stand on, where do I stand on, on, on the globe? Right. I have questions, right? I don't believe that we're on a globe. Uh, and You're flat earther? I know I was, I went from globe to flat earth, but I don't believe in flat earth either. What do you believe in simulation? No idea. If I, if anything, I would come close to simulation. And for two reasons, because if you think about the globe, right. This, we've got this vacuum of space, as we've been told, that meets the atmosphere of Earth and does nothing. <laughs> Just bounces off it. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Plus, historically, water has never been able to bend, period. It does not bend. Water doesn't bend. So, you, like, you get to the Earth's curvature, and then, like, it's all downhill from there. And, like, you can see people going over the, quote-unquote, over the curvature, so not refraction, but going over the curvature. But left to right, from the entire horizon's flat but you can see people going over the curvature. So what, we're shaped like a bowling pin? Anyway, lots and lots of questions about the flat earth um, or about, about globe earth. And then flat earth was too easy. Flat earth was, a, was too much of, a, of a, an offering. It was just too, too obvious. I mean, it's everywhere. Flat earth is everywhere. It's, it's the UN flag. It's, it's everything. Um, there's obviously, there's a growing group of people that believe in the concave earth. Like we're inside the earth, right? Uh, and the blacks in inner earth more than any of the other things you just said so inner earth like so you believe in concave earth like i believe that earth isn't uh solid but that it's hollow and like sure there still might be like the what is it like nickel or iron uh core somewhere down there but like on your way down there what is it like the crest is like 30 miles deep or some shit like that there's definitely like hollow space inside the earth and there's like people living down there and like creatures and like call me crazy i don't even give a fuck <laughs> nobody there, gets called crazy on this show my friend i'm just saying that for sure there is like i i am a staunch inner earth believer 
So, okay. So there's an interesting thing. That's not something I've heard of. I mean, I've, I've heard of it. I've seen it on the television, the journey to the center of the earth and obviously the mole people and all this fun shit. Or even like Dante's right. Inferno. It's so, it, it, there, so there's lineage to your story. There's reference to your story and there's a possibility as, because these stories that we know, they don't just come from somewhere. People just make this shit up. Like we, it, it's all part of something. So, you know, the, the, the flat earth theory, interesting. The, the concave earth, like inside the earth, that's where we live. That's what they're saying. That one I'm fascinated with. I will read up on everything that everybody has to say. And there's Lord Saturn. It seems to be, it seems to run through the, 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 the ethos of that, that universe. You mentioned simulation theory. And here's why I like simulation theory. We can look inside an atom and inside that atom is quarks, quarks and quasons, which are, which are energy. And in between those is, is space. It's just, it's open space between the, the energy. So theoretically, we do not, like actually scientifically, not theoretically, scientifically, we do not live in a matter-based universe. We live in an energy-based universe, which yeah, also goes, goes to show, you know, with the vibrations, like you could, you can, you can bend metal. Have you ever seen the, the, the slow-mo video of the guy bending the door to the sound waves? It's phenomenal. So yeah, well, it's all about perception and awareness, right? Like, that's why I believe mostly in like, and this isn't, I don't even think related, but I believe mostly in like, like quantum reality, like, like the fact that there's multiple timelines and realities being played out at the same time because energy is not created nor destroyed. It's just transferred. And so if everything's happening at the same time, just at different times in the, in the timeline and at different frequencies with different energies, then realistically, like you could be all places simultaneously at the same time because of the way that, uh, atoms and, and molecules and all that shit interact. Mm-hmm. And what you're perceiving is, is what you're perceiving. Yeah. Exactly. Like you think, you think you're going through something, but it's passing through you. One of the cool things, if we don't talk about the earth anymore, now these are all just ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a conspiracy episode because we can't say that, Hey, free thought is fun. Conspiracy is the only way to go, obviously, because people like to group things. Now, when it comes down to sort of how we perceive things, I loved the mind in all of this for so long. Have you seen the movie revolver? I don't think so. With Jason Statham. I don't think so. Phenomenal. 2005. Watch it. You'll love it. I'm not much of a movie guy anymore. I kind of got bored of them all. Like the, the movies nowadays, they just tell you this story. They just, it's so not what we think the movies are. Hollywood is twisted. Anyway. Um, that's that's the see now that's a topic that we can get into later. That's a whole other episode, right? That's kind of like normalize like pedophilia and like all their like weird beliefs and rituals, yeah. like doing like rituals and movies, and people don't even realize it. Oh yeah, and if there was an us versus them, it's Hollywood. They're they're not real people. They can't like it's so peculiar that anyway. And like I said to you in in the in the pre conversation, I've got friends that are in Hollywood. You know, there's, there's like this edge where like you're either one of them or you've like buy into being one of them. And if you buy into it and you're not down with it, they kill you off. Like what's his name? Uh, Anton Yelchin. <laughs> you see how he died? I'm not, I don't mean to laugh, but they killed him behind his own car. They crushed him behind his own car. He's like, Fuck, uh, even Kobe Bryant, man, uh, Kobe Bryant. I see it now with Kobe Bryant. I think that he'd done his time and I think that they let him go. What I mean by that is I think that obviously his death was probably staged and he and his daughters are, are off living the dream out of the public eye. Completely fine. Wow. You're the only other person that said that, that like I, cause I said something, I was like, it just seems like it's like somebody trying to disappear. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the day before, he's passing the buck to LeBron, and then, and then he takes off in a black helicopter, and a purple one explodes. You know what are you gonna do? <laughs> Seriously though. So there's a lot of questions, right? Now, now the layman, the normal person, is gonna look at this and go, "You guys are idiots. He died. Have some respect." I'm like, whatever. They told us that story, but I don't believe it. Yeah, but when you get that rich and you're involved with all those different kinds of people, like that becomes a viable solution to complex problems. Well, okay, so let's go back, right? I'm of a certain age where I used to very much enjoy Tupac Shakur, um, and then he died. And then, and then the whole oh, conspiracy. Prior to that, his whole like obsession with Machiavelli, who faked his death. Yeah. So that's all. That's all. That all feeds into the conspiracy, right? Yeah. And then, and then they're like, people are people like today. They're like, do you know how hard it would be to fake your death, right? And then when you really think about it, Black it's not hard. It's so easy to fake your death. Back then, it was so easy. There are six companies that control the media. And if the head of those six companies or, or if those six companies got together and said, don't point the camera at Tupac anymore, he's gone. He no longer exists. And all the people that see him, all the sightings, all those Looney Tunes that see Elvis and that see Tupac, you're crazy if you saw him. Elvis spotting's all over the place. Tupac spotting's all over the place. Oh, you're crazy. He's dead. Yeah, well, people like me crazy for saying I've seen ghosts and UFOs. But I know what I saw, you know? I, when I was a kid... I saw three dots in the sky travel in a zigzag pattern, stop above my head, spin around, and then the three dots dispersed in different directions, and I never saw them again. As I grew up, multiple people have told me the same story of, of, of around, it was like 1992. And so did I see a UFO? Who knows what I saw? Levitation and all that sort of stuff. UFOs, unidentified flying objects, I think they're, obviously, I think they're man-made. You know, I'm not believing in little green men. I love the story, and I was a huge X-Files guy, but I don't know. I don't know about that. Now, yeah, there, there could be little green men and man-made UFOs. Like, you look at the Nazis. They were harnessing that technology back during World War II, yep. and oh, yeah. technology was not lost. They transferred it to Antarctica, where they have the underground research facilities that everybody partners up on. It's not just the United States and Russia, but it's a lot of different uh, international entities. He's talking about the Antarctic Treaty, ladies and gentlemen. Feel free to Google that. Look that up. The Antarctic Treaty. I, like it's all out there, like right there in front of your face. It's literally yep. like right in front of your face. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love, I, love how, <laughs> I love how at the beginning of this call, before we went live, you're like, so we're just going to talk shit about conspiracies? I'm like, that's it. That's what we're doing. You're like, I like it. I mean, let's do it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Because it's this is a platform that, you know, the, even in the conspiracy, quote unquote, the conspiracy community, People seem to want to fight. I don't believe what you believe, so you're you're an idiot. You know, like it's it's so dumb. It's 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 ridiculous. And I think the funniest thing in the conspiracy group are the people like I don't know if you've ever experienced um, somebody denouncing, oddly denouncing something that you've put out there. And when you go check out their profile, they've got like two followers and they're following thousands of people, and they're just out talking shit on people's accounts, like the the nine eleven right when Building Seven went down on nine eleven. This is, a, this is a grown-ass building, a normal building just standing there that did a complete free fall. And there are people out there denouncing it. No, man, the, the, the official story, you're an asshole for saying anything different. It's like, you're looking at it. This thing did a, did a controlled free fall. And there, there are accounts and there are people out there trying to dispel truthers. Have you come across these people? Man... 
I, I've come across so many people. So before I had the spiritual accounts, I used to post, I used to have some accounts that were uh, like deep thinking accounts and I'd post like deep thinking, like thought provoking illustrations from like illustrators. Mm-hmm. And some of them were like really like deep thinking, you know, and people would be like, oh, you're, you're a commie or you're a liberal <laughs> or you're a, uh, <laughs> just like whatever shit. And I was like, wow, the world's fucked. And then I started the spiritual account and everyone's like, oh, you're going to hell. Or like, oh, like, so you, it's, it's crazy, you know, like having the spiritual account. You, you've got these different classes of people. So you got the, the, the Bible thumpers, they're like, you're going to hell. All right. And then you got the witches who like are, are legit, like, we're witches. Like people, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. Think about like witchcraft, right? And like it's only in the movies. Like, no, that shit's real. You know, like people actually do that shit. Then you got like the astrologists. And you got all these people, right, with conflicting beliefs. Where does where does Hillary Clinton fall into all that? We're talking about witchcraft and all that shit. <laughs> Wait, what what are the am I missing here? <laughs> what Hillary Clinton? What are you missing on Hillary? Uh, a few things probably. I love. I saw a quote saying it was Chelsea Clinton saying, uh, "You have we have to take coronavirus seriously." And then somebody like replied to it saying, "Your mother's killed more people than the coronavirus." <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that was funny. That yeah. And if Hillary Clinton is listening to this, please don't kill me. I have stuff I want to do next week. <laughs> it's funny because like. Is it a conspiracy theory, right? Like the Clinton curse? It's not. (laughs) It's factual evidence that nobody talks about. Uh, And people people are like, oh, I can't believe stupid Trump got into presidency. I'm like, man, if Hillary had gotten in, we would all be dead. Plain and simple. That's it. Oh God. It's crazy. You know, I'm to to that effect, in uh I'll answer your question you had earlier about like the encounter people like that. Like, yeah, but all in their own different way. Like, they're all, like, crazy in their own different way, depending on, like, what their beliefs are. And so you you hear some weird-ass shit, man. I want to know why those people follow us. Like, when I, sh- I, shut my, I shut my comments off, mainly because there was so much of it. Like, all I'm trying to do is put out positivity. And people are just shitting on it. I'm like, other people don't need to read, you, need to read your bullshit. I'm not here to cause controversy. You know, I can. I can, you know, whatever. But why... What compels you to wake up in the morning, you know, pour your oatmeal or whatever the hell you eat, put your pants on, get on social media and start ripping people apart. Like that's your job. That's, that's the thing to do. It's just such a weird weakness I just mentality. Start engaging and I'll go and read the comments sometimes of people arguing <laughs> and I'll be like, good Lord. You, you can like, get lost. And they're like literally arguing over like... <laughs> One of them was like frequencies. I had like posted something about binarial beat frequencies and because uh, that shit's so fascinating. Mm-hmm. And they were like arguing about which was which. And I was like, oh my gosh, like there's like a hundred comments, replies to a comment thread. And I was like, wow, like this is insane. <laughs> I, I wish I had enough, that much time on my hands to like, to like have a time to like debate this like that. You know? Yeah. You guys, yeah have nothing to do (laughs) totally freed up i got all the time in the world to talk shit on other people's social media it's a fascinating it's a fascinating topic so i mean we've run the gamut 
here. We've talked about a lot of stuff and there's probably some shit that we've even forgotten to talk about, but people are like, Hey, you guys started on something, but you never got back to it. I hear that in the comments. And so I, I, you know, I know, you know, you're busy, you're a busy dude. I can tell by how long it took us to get connected here. So, I mean, we can do a wrap right now. Um, I definitely want to have you back on though. Like this was a lot of fun. <laughs> and if you want to keep going, we could, but I, you know, I think that we should save it for the next time. You know, your take on the coronavirus, stunning. You know, living mole people, I love it. <laughs> I think that's some good shit. But, uh, but yeah, man, I had a lot of fun. Is there, is there anything that you wanted to talk about or is there anything that you wanted to get out while we were doing this? Uh, no, I mean, I had a lot of fun too. This is stuff that uh, <laughs> in today's society, like, is not very many people. It's funny, like, the people you know in real life, you can never, like, have these conversations with really. No. Some. You know, some of us are lucky, like we have some, but uh, no, it's always fun to just uh, chop it up about some weird, crazy shit that people are afraid to talk about because they'll feel crazy or that mm -hmm. they'll look crazy. And uh, what it comes back down to for me is, you know, anything's possible. Yeah. Anything's possible. And it's embracing uh, conversation, no matter how, like, insane or unrealistic it seems engaging in the conversation so that we can like continue to like push ourselves intellectually and creatively. I agree. We have to, I mean, right now we're in a world where, you know, everything that we see is controlled by a group of people that are trying to beat us down. So we got to figure that we're probably pretty important in the whole grand scheme of things. If they're going through that much effort to screw with us, then I think that, you know, we're an important group of people over here. Um, and I, you know, Again, bring it back. Yeah, you've got a lot of business stuff. And, and you know, if anyone's listening to this right now and they want to get in touch with um, with Eddie about any sort of business moves or anything like that, you can reach out to us, info at the Mental Mastery Alliance. We'll definitely put you in contact. Uh, an email for you if you want to put yours out there. I can put it in the uh, in the description of the episode. Um, but your your Instagram, if you guys are just looking for something great to ingest, I mean, your diet is everything that you see, eat, you know, put into your mind, put into your ears, put into your mouth. That's your diet. Uh, I love Awoken Shit is just one of the greatest accounts. The simple posting that you have underneath it. It's spiritual, or spiritual astrology, wisdom. Posting Awoken Shit for your spiritual ass. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. After we've had a conversation, I'm sure you can see like, you know, it's, it's literally just my me. Yeah. What I feel. I don't know. Yeah, no, and that's it. And that's it. Like I love, that's why I love this platform so much because I love to be able to connect with these conversations. A lot of my show is, you know, how to properly execute in business. And what I do as a coach and as a, like as a professional, what I do is remove anxiety. I get rid of people's anxiety and fear. And when that's gone, you're limitless. It's crazy. It's so much fun. So ladies and gentlemen, you, an absolute must follow account. I'll be tagging and adding this thing and you'll see it in the story and everything like that. Um, but I think for now, uh, in the infamous words of red green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's mental mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and mental mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at mental mastery Alliance and on Facebook at mental mastery Alliance. And remember your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.